Hello and welcome to another episode of Real Bad, the podcast where we talk about real bad movies and why they want to hurt us. I am your host, Nick Jenkins, and today I am joined by three friends of mine. First up, we have Tobin Addington. Hello. Hello. And uh, next to him, Caitlin Hoffmeister. Hello. And Matthew Gatos. Hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. This is part two of a three-part series on the Star Wars prequels leading up to the release of The Last Jedi, which I hope is better than these three films. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to say because they've gotten so good at making trailers now. <laughs> It's it's impossible to know. On the last episode, you were talking about the trailer, and then you were talking about the budget of the whole film. And for a second, I thought you were talking about the budget for the trailer. <laughs> I was like, what? So today we're going to be talking about episode two, Attack of the Clones. One of the worst titles for any movie <laughs> to ever... Like, this is a taste thing. This is totally taste. I hate this title. I do, Anyway. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, to be fair, I, I do feel like a lot of Star Wars titles are like band names where you hear it and you're like, oh, God, no, that's terrible. And then after time, some of them grow on you. Some of them don't. Like Force Awakens, when they first announced that, I hated it. And then it grew oh, on me. Oh, I loved me. it. See, I didn't like it at all. And then it grew on me. Hmm. And I always I feel forget like it, though, but I did like Attack it. of the Clones just doesn't feel like it means anything yeah that's yeah. the thing is right. i don't feel like it really means yeah. anything. yeah it doesn't have anything to do with really what's happening so no it doesn't even make sense when you think no, about it it really doesn't um, it might make more sense for episode three but we'll get to that yeah secret planning of the clones they should have called it shroud <laughs> of the dark side because yeah. that's a line yeah. that yoda says that's actually a oh, decent yeah. line star wars episode yeah. two Shroud. Surprise, there's clones. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have some sort of clone war. Yeah. So we referenced it once. Yeah. yeah. We're really stuck to do this. <laughs> so t- we're talking about episode two Attack of the Clones. Um, and this is going to be a fascinating discussion because initially, when I thought about the prequels before we decided we were going to do them on here and I had to watch them again, <laughs> I thought Attack of the Clones was the worst of this trilogy. And now I'm not so sure because hmm. I really hated The Phantom Menace watching it again. I really was upset by that movie. So and and actually, but we did have a lot that we talked about that kind of made me a little nicer to it <laughs> um, in the end. But regardless, but before we move on, we have to get somebody hmm. to do a 60 second plot dump of Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clone. I'm reaching for my phone because that's our <laughs> timer, and that person. Has to be Caitlin Hoffmeister. Oh no, I can't remember. Like, I didn't finish the end because I started doing dishes. <laughs> so, so did George Lucas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this should be exciting. I then. had to go be an elf, and then mm. I was like, I'll just. And so I just fast forwarded through a lot of places where they're just like getting in and out of ships. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So the plot. To Star Wars, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, in 3, 2, 1. Well, we come with our anti-hero, Anakin, the big, whiny teenager, who just, <laughs> nobody just gets him. They all think he's the best, but it's so unfair how Obi-Wan Kenobi treats him. And he's really excited to meet his childhood crush again, who is now a senator instead of a queen, which... How we didn't know that queens were elected until a little while later when they explained that in the dialogue. <laughs> and so they meet up again and um, they have to protect. Oh, actually, buried the lead. So the real hero of the story, Padme, shows up 
her decoy, who's always my favorite, dies in an explosion. And then the whole story is about trying to protect Padme. But really, it's just to make Padme and Anakin have a love nest together <laughs> very awkwardly and to go back in time and like, Anakin, this is your life. Meet all the people you once saw in a totally undeserved <laughs> and then, we'll never know what that undeserved thing was. And then you wash dishes. And then I watch, and then Obi Wan just stumbles upon the clones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, There's a few, few plot points we didn't get to in that <laughs> summary that, I mean, are important. But I think we'll get to in our discussion. But I think the flavor was right on. Yeah, Yeah. I I think it was. I think what you described. What what you described is like what the movie wants to be the a plot that we should care the most about, but ends up being the least important, least interesting thing about the movie. Yeah, but it is like most difficult to watch. Totally. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, But yeah, it's it's ten years later. It's ten years. Mm Which we know because they tell us right away. Yeah. yeah. It's been 10 years since I've seen her, Master. That was good. That was yeah, that was yeah. practicing. That was, that was pretty yeah. good. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Uh, it's not that, hard. Just don't move your that's, face. That's a better Hayden Christensen than the Hayden Christensen. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just don't move any part of your face, including your mouth, and just say the line. And that's how Hayden Christensen acts. I have a question for everybody. <laughs> this is a very important question to me. <laughs> and maybe it's not as important to everyone else. But it, it really is the reason that I, I kind of hate this trilogy of movies. And I'd love for you guys to tell me, without the prequels, who is Darth Vader? To you, if you had to encapsulate who Darth Vader is, how would you do that? What would you say? How would you describe Darth Vader? Matt. Um... I think based on the original trilogies alone, and I was never an extended universe reading person, so I don't even know. What, and that's all I'm asking for. Is, right. What okay. sort of canon existed yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so my idea was always that he is, I mean, in the first movie, we don't really get a good sense of that, I don't think, in, in Star Wars, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a lackey. A little bit. Uh, a lot. Like, I mean, he comes off as a badass, but like, he does not seem like the one in charge. Right. And as they go on, him and the Emperor they clarify that like these two are the ones running the show, but he, he comes off as a tragic figure, but a total badass who is kind of emotionally dead until he is reunited by, and his son brings out the light in him. Okay. But to me, he's like, he is more machine than man, as they say. Um, and has become a very cold ruling vicious figure okay caitlin what's your impression of darth vader um i think that he is our like if if you can't like fight all of evil he's like the target that you can fight like he's like the the like touch point of evil like a thing that we can see and interact with but like i agree cold i think is a really great great way of describing him that he's just like there's no caring there like as in the original trilogy you have all these like really passionate caring even if some of them are selfish like Han Solo and stuff but they're passionate yeah people and he's just devoid of humanity Mm -hmm. he has one goal that's what he's going to achieve yeah nothing can distract him from it Mm -hmm. yeah Tobin I would think of him as ruthless evil 
who gets more complicated as we learn more about him. He becomes more conflicted as a character as the as the series goes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, Which is why you want to watch the prequels and yes. learn more about right. him so badly. Right, because you're like, how did this father right. like come to ignore that he has children, try to kill his children? Like, how did this man become this machine? Mm-hmm. And that's what is supposed to be the hook with these prequels <laughs> and what made us all want to watch the prequels and want to find that out and then we found out mm. he's just a whiny dick yeah, yeah he's just a whiny guy who should be wearing a fedora like like <laughs> <laughs> for me Darth Vader I say cold that is the first thing like he is very cold and calculating and an extraordinarily cold and calculating military leader who hates sand this is the thing like everything we're talking about of how we mm-hmm. our impressions of Darth Vader is apparently not what George Lucas's impression of George Darth- Lucas is he's a scared little kid and he's a brat yeah and he's overly verbose mm-hmm. like he can't yeah. stop talking mm-hmm. yeah um, he's not really, even by the third one, which we'll talk about on another episode, but even by the third one, he's not a great military leader in any way. We don't even see him like really command. He's always very solo mm-hmm. about everything he's doing. So this has never seemed like the same character to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's, they try to, in creating these, the prequels, they have established this rule that there is always two Sith. There's always a leader mm-hmm. and an apprentice. And in doing that, they set up Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And then they set up in this one, Dooku, mm-hmm. as like another side, but also now the, the great second. Christopher Lee. Yeah. And then. Who deserves so much better than this. And a better in, name. In oh, in my our, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Count Poop. Yeah. And a, maybe exactly. less phallic lightsaber. Um, but they, what they're doing is then they're putting it in our heads that, oh, Darth Vader and the Emperor are these two in the future. Mm-hmm. That there's always two. It's these two. The problem is Darth Vader is not presented in that way, in the way like Darth Maul is in this film. Like I don't see them as the same kind of character, but they're trying to tell us that like these are parallels. We mm-hmm. do see a lot more of like that military leadery side of Darth Vader in the original trilogy where he's not just like a lackey for the emperor. He's very much like commanding and working with generals and all this stuff. And it's that. Especially in Empire. Especially. Mm-hmm. And because we don't see that in the prequels, and again, we'll talk about this more in episode three, there is not really, there's not generals to work with. There's not a military to really build. You have like mindless clones and mm-hmm. like droids to command. Like, where is he building up any of that prowess? Yeah. And. Just in terms of characterization, especially in Attack of the Clones, this is a character who, when he walks into the room, when Darth Vader walks into any room in, in the original trilogy, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. there is a moment where you catch your breath, right. like 
oh god, something mm-hmm. bad's gonna happen. Right. Like, oh, this... I had that thought a lot during this movie. Okay, <laughs> no, you, but that was the acting you were thinking. Oh about. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was usually when he would start off with "Milady." <laughs> like, no, you're right. Hold the, that creeper uh, stare. The temperature yeah. goes down in the room when Darth Vader yes. walks into the room in that original trilogy. And in here, it's more of a like when Anakin walks in, everybody goes, "Oh, Jesus." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, you're yeah. still here. Face wow. God, what do you want yeah. again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like it's, I just want respect that I haven't earned. God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, as Caitlin knows, is one of the things that I I want my characters to earn shit. Yeah. And he hasn't earned anything. And that's what I was trying to say in, the, in what I got sidetracked in the <laughs> summary about is that they go back to Tatooine and like, oh, this is where you grew up ten years ago. <laughs> You're 19 or whatever. Well, like, especially because it it is that thing of like, if it had been 30, 40 years, and he's returning, yeah. it's like. That's a big deal. Significant yeah. change, yeah. This feels more like, okay, it's been 10 years. Why the fuck didn't you go back, dude? Right. Yeah. You seem right. to have had, like, the but opportunity. you really care, too. Like, yeah. you, your mom was there. You haven't kept up with your mom in 10 years? Yeah. That's on you. Yeah. Well, I'm not <laughs> sure what they're trying to say here. I feel like the Jedi forbid it or something. I, I am yeah. unclear on why yeah. this didn't happen like it, it it makes no sense to me because as we were saying he's he's obviously a dangerous individual regardless of his terrible acting right. he is a, pretty early <laughs> on we get an idea when uh obi-wan and anakin are going to meet up with padme again uh they're like in the elevator talking and he like <laughs> and they say remember when we did that <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> This is just like the last time we did yeah. that thing. Uh, but it's 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 one of those moments where we see this. It's the first hint of it. And then we get a thousand more hints to his defiance of just like him disagreeing with Obi-Wan about something. There's and one great of moment of it. There, well, there's one good moment of it. And it's only because of Ewan McGregor's performance. Which one is that? Yeah, it's which... right at the beginning where he, he uh, Anakin counters him right in front of everybody and Ewan McGregor or Obi-Wan is clearly surprised oh. and he goes what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. And that's it's like that's all on Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Like, that, that made that moment yeah. work. There's, there's one other one which is in the there's an early on there's a chase they're chasing after yeah. a, a t- attempted assassination against Padme uh, the assassin and 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 um Kane Christensen jumps out of the flying car and <laughs> yeah. McGregor goes over the side and I forget what he says but it's, it's something I like I hate it when he does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Does which that. is like it's only cuz it's Ewan McGregor and he's selling that moment yeah. but I I did chuckle at that moment I'm yeah. like oh yeah you know, that that chase scene is great yeah. oh, like I, hate I disagree it. I, hate I hate it, it. No, I'm yeah. with you. I'm with you I don't I think out of anything in this movie that is a very like compelling scene I think once it gets into the bar it gets a little silly but I think the actual like chase scene and like I mean most of it is like hey Hayden Christensen isn't speaking so it's better um, but like yeah I am that scene for me is good I don't know why what's, uh, what's your main gripe with it I'm be, I'm be interested to see if we agree on this but here's my problem with it is about character and it's about storytelling. And for me, I'm watching indestructible humans now. And so I have this scene made me believe that nothing can hurt them. So I don't care. And like he like he leaps out and it's just and I it isn't filmed in a way or shared in a way because this is this happens again and again later in the movie that like only Anakin can do this. Mm-hmm. It's such a Jedi thing. So we're watching Superman. Um, right. It starts with Obi-Wan jumping out the window to grab onto yeah. this, like, drone. The drone. The drone. Yeah. yeah, the drone. But, like, he jumps out a window, not knowing if he's necessarily going to catch that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And there are thousands of feet in the air yeah. Yeah. on Coruscant. 
And then, yeah, Hayden Christensen, like, jumps out of the vehicle to land on another vehicle that's flying by at hundreds of miles per hour. And so they do they do seem more indestructible in those moments. It's it's that, and it's, a, it's just an issue of, I don't know. There was just something I felt very fake to me, but... So the I feel like just like in the pod racer, I'm like, oh, this is just a commercial for a video game. Mm. I felt like that was just a commercial for a ride. And it's the kind of ride that I don't enjoy. Like when they're mm. just going straight up, I'm like, oh, it makes me feel like my stomach drafts and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. But mostly the whole time, it just makes me think, I wish I was watching Blade Runner. <laughs> like, well, yeah, they copped some. Yeah, direct, yeah, it looks a lot like Blade the little yeah. flame, yeah. flame thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like... directly <laughs> from Blade Runner. Um, For me, those Jedi like jumping moments like that are one of the things throughout the prequels too that make me flash back to other moments in the other movies of like, why didn't they do that if they've always been able to do mm-hmm. that? This is a writer's problem. Yeah, it's that a... it's like it's that power. You have that power until it's convenient that you don't have that power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, it's like the holding up the cell phone thing to explain why yeah. you're not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, this is a bit – I'm jumping ahead in the movie uh, at this point a little bit. But it's okay. This movie's all over the place yeah. anyway. So. so the scenes where they end up on Geonosis at the droid factory or whatever like that, R2-D2 <laughs> has jets that he deploys to fly around and not just like – hop from one area yeah, to yeah, another. Yeah. He is Two soaring levitates. around yeah, this yeah. factory, like flying around. And I started to flash back to every moment <laughs> R2-D2 ever had where if he could have flown, it would have helped out or right. saved someone's life. And I'm like, how did you never, did you run out of fuel in episode three? Like what happened that you can never use these jets ever again? I yeah. don't get it. Why? Mm-hmm. Like I get, that's another thing where it feels like, adding on features for a toy yeah, or right, like, right, right. well, R2-D2 seems a little boring. What can we do to spice him up? Yeah, we've Let's never seen this gadgets. before. Yeah, He's yeah. the new James Bond. Like, I don't get it. It just feels very, very false to me. This whole film to me feels like a first draft. Like, it, it feels like, here's an idea. Like, or even just like an outline because yeah. it's just like, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, and now this happened. Like, there's like no lead up. Like. And also it feels like it's different films, like spliced together. Totally. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. certain stories within this movie feel like they're from different movies mm-hmm. and some more interesting than others. And I feel like you could take entire plots out of this movie and it still works. Like it still exists as a whole movie. And that shouldn't be like you shouldn't have entire <laughs> plots like that you can just yank out and no one would notice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. It's stupid. This movie is stupid. <laughs> and and you know what? The previous movie was stupid too. I, I, and and I went into this movie originally knowing it was going to be stupid because the last one ended stupid. Yeah. And so w- within the stupid like. <laughs> rubric that chase opening chase i i enjoy that chase the the I, i'm no longer believing that these are jedi this is a whole kind of separate thing that's yeah. happening this is like yeah. lucas's fever dream of the jedi this is an actual yeah. uh, these aren't actual jedi power. like it's not canon to me you know yeah. right. and once you once you understand that it's that it's just going to be stupid like s-t-o-o-p-i-d <laughs> all the way through then then you you i think that's the only way i could anyway get over my annoyance and anger with it and have any fun in it at all. And so Ewan McGregor's doing it, saying his funny things and they're flying the ships and it 
Thrones, half uh, Blade Runner, half Fifth Element. Oh yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, and then they go and they go into the bar. And he's got some some this little like I'm gonna get a drink. You know these lines. And it's like it's stupid. Yeah. But, oh, the stupid but death the, sticks. The, oh, yeah. not the death sticks. But like as they're walking into that bar, when it's when Obi Wan says, "Anakin, why do I feel like you'll be the death of me?" Oh I'm like, God. Fuck you. Stop it. Fuck Stop. you. Stop yeah. it. No, it's that's stupid. Only it's good, stupid. That's only a good line because we know he right. kills him. Right. Like I'm. That's fine. my least favorite thing about any prequel-based yeah. movie right. is when the joke or the point of a scene right. only works because we have seen the future. Which is this whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. I think this, and especially when we get to episode three, yeah. Yeah. many parts yes, of episode yes. three only make any sort of sense right. or because we've seen the future. But that's that's one of those lines where I'm just like, God, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah, I definitely was like, I, I, I did yeah. Well, yeah. it also like this movie uh, really uh, more so than the other two. I will say that this movie has the biggest problem with conflicting information within the film. <laughs> yeah, like within like people say one thing and then the next thing they say something that's different. <laughs> the plot, but of not these for any reason. Mm-hmm. Like it's not Ugh. like somebody's lying. Yeah, it's just like I, okay, so. <laughs> I'm going to say something nice. (laughs) All right. This is a much better looking film in some respects. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't like the overuse of CG. Okay. This is a personal thing. I don't like CG sets. Um, But I think it's a nicer looking film. The digital video that they used is crisp. It looks good, especially on, you know, like a plasma TV. Like it's, it, it looks it looks good. So that was inherently made me like it a little bit more because <laughs> like the cinephile in me was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is easier for me to watch. Right, right. Yeah. Right. But the scene on um, Camino yeah. where he goes to find the clones, I actually enjoyed most of that. I would watch that movie. Yes, this is like, exactly what I was yeah. going to bring up. Okay. That yeah, whole here, here. plot line. I'm like, I want that movie yeah. to totally. be the Obi-Wan movie. Oh, right. right. The yeah. detective Obi-Wan right. Kenobi. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here He's for so that. He's so fucking good. Yeah. yeah. Like, Ewan McGregor is so great. But as Obi-Wan in that scene, like, he shows up to Kamino. No idea why he's there. Didn't think this planet might exist. <laughs> <laughs> shows up. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to walk in. They're like, welcome. We've been expecting you. He's like... Cool. <laughs> totally. Ar- army? Yeah. No, that's why I'm here to inspect the army. Let's do it. Like he plays it off so well and it like But also in like a cheeky way that's fun for us. Right. Yes, right. Yeah. Exactly, cuz right. we know that he doesn't know anything. Yeah. Right. And so like all of those scenes up until he fights Django. Mm-hmm. Like I even like that fight. I'm yeah, fine no, that's what it. I'm saying. Like yeah. that whole that whole experience on Camino. I feel like is the best movie in this movie. I think it's the best movie in this trilogy. Yeah. Is Mm. my my attitude, Mm -hmm. honestly. That and the Darth Maul fight. (laughs) Like those two things are both kind of cool. And I like it because it's weird. Like this is a it's a the the aliens are odd. Yeah, I don't like their design either. No. But I do this I like their, whole concept. their affect and yeah, their, like yeah. their speaking yeah. characterization. Yeah. We feel like you're in a, a new thing, nation. Yeah. Unlike yeah. a lot of things in these prequels, we don't know the truth in right. this scene. Right. We don't know who this like this other Jedi was. Cypher Yeah, but which we, is the point I want to get to. We don't know him. We don't know who ordered these armies. We this is super new information to us that like these clones exist. Like we're taking that all in at the same pace as Obi-Wan, which yeah. I think also helps, right. is yeah. that we are we Obi-Wan. We finally. Right. And yeah. yeah, and so the fact that Maybe we can actually it. relate to him. Yeah. We were like, we oh God, a, we, we have, have a, a point of view. Yeah. yeah. And, the, not, and not only that, but you, Ewan, Ewan McGregor, if you think about, he's not acting with any people 
Yeah. When they're shooting it. Yeah. I think like taking him away from Hayden Christensen made him so (laughs) much better. Yeah. The the no person is more lifelike and easier to act against than Hayden Christensen. (laughs) I'd rather act with this tennis ball on a stick. (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. Um, I mean, we all saw the same movie, right? Uh, That feels like justified. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, like he had, what did he have? What do actors need? They need a goal. They need some sort of actions and he has that in every yeah. scene his his goal he has two don't let them know who you are but figure it everything out but you out. have a mystery right. to yeah. solve right. you're yeah. trying to gather information yeah. simple stuff that he's, any he's actor's like going to devour like, yeah like general improv he's just like yes and right, to everything right, yeah. they say yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. Cypher Diaz he's like of course Cypher Diaz sent me that makes lots of sense <laughs> he's been dead for 10 years yes but, but uh, he let me know before he died <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it took me a while sorry. yeah yeah well, well that's Cypher Diaz I, I have another friend named Cypher Sorry, different guy. <laughs> but then this is the thing, like within this. So he learns that there's that. And then he said, Sifo Diaz died 10 years ago. Then when he's talking to Yoda and Mace Windu, he says, this was ordered 10 years ago. I understand Sifo Diaz died before that. And I'm like, <laughs> that's you literally just gave us two pieces of information yeah. that don't work together. Right, right. And that is this script. Like this script is just full of those things that I'm like, this isn't smart. This isn't clever filmmaking. This is like, this feels lazy. And it, and also like sometimes like a lot of work to be yeah. lazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Good point. <laughs> like they could have like at any point like, not like cut that part out. You yeah. know? Like, mm-hmm. Right. I like the stuff with Django Fett, except mm-hmm. for the fact that we're now having to tie it all in together to this is where Boba, Boba Fett yeah, came from. Yeah, right. Why can't yeah. somebody be mysterious? Yeah. Leave Boba Fett alone. You didn't need that to happen. Um, Especially because we don't get all of the gaps filled in. And so it's one of those things like maybe eventually they'll do a solo movie about yeah. uh, Boba Fett and we'll get some more gaps filled in. But because we only get so many of those gaps and like so many questions answered, then we still have a lot to make up in our head that like before I was cool not knowing Boba Fett's past. Right. But when you're given like baby Boba Fett and then (laughs) adult Boba Fett, you're like, oh, (laughs) wait. So you just were like, my dad seemed cool. I'm going to be my dad. And like that was his life. The the end. Yeah, it's very strange. And then weird cinema thing. So... A nice scene between Jango Fett and Obi-Wan is the back and forth. It's not really cleverly written. It's a little clunky, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Because well, you have two characters who know each other, like are they're bullshitting each they other. Both right. Right. Yeah. They're both yeah. bullshitting. Like, yeah. that's fine. It's serviceable. It's yeah. serviceable. But then it's cut weird. And there are these weird random cuts to, to Boba <laughs> that don't last long enough to, like, it's a, it feels like a first year editing student mm. cut it. It's very bizarre yeah. to me. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, we cut. I mean, I understand you cut to Boba for reaction. That's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't there long enough for me to feel it. It just felt jarring. It's like, oh, we're in Boba. Oh, God, we're back out again. <laughs> yeah. So, like, all of that, I think, is is pretty neat. Like, I, I enjoyed yeah. that. And it was a weird sensation to have in the middle of this god-awful <laughs> film. Well, because it's just like they do with so many other, like, okay se- sequences where in the middle of like heightened drama, they will cut away to a scene that means nothing. Yeah. Just yeah. so you don't forget what's happening with the other characters, which at times is very important because yeah. we don't want to forget what's happening. But also like you can't do that just in the middle of a scene essentially and just but, be like, 
where did he go? Like, what did he do <laughs> yeah. for the next 20 minutes? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the, And it's so funny because they'll do that, but then they'll also, like, we watch them arrive and get out of the yeah. thing and walk, and I'm like... We're just watching this person move from this one is, place to another. Yeah. Yeah. This right is now. a huge thing that all three of these films suffer from is showing the ships all take off and land, which is fucking parking. Yeah. <laughs> like yes. this yeah. is we've seen it once in one movie. We don't need to see it ever yeah. again. And like it's like it's very expensive. Yeah. Like yeah. why would you <laughs> And like, none of these ships are the Millennium Falcon. We don't yeah. care about any right. of these ships. We have no, right. no they don't even. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think they use the same ship twice in this movie. <laughs> yeah. So when we see it take off, we're not like, yeah, there goes our favorite ship. Right. Yeah. A different chrome thing. Like, <laughs> it's we don't care. Like, the, the only landing that matters is when they blow up at the beginning. I kind yeah. of cared about Slave One. Oh, oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jango Fett's ship makes sense. But also, like, you see it and then you, you get it. Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to see every pro- like step in the process of the Slave One ship. Absolutely. Like, yeah, and it's right. a it's a big thing. Like when you look at bad Ed Wood movies, there's a lot of parking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Like right, when you right. look, closing the door, opening right. the door. Yes. Yeah. Like because yeah. it feels like they're padding for time. Or yeah. They don't know what to cut out. But like all of these movies, they're struggling to get down. You yeah. know, why are these in here? Yeah. Why is this parking in here? We don't need it. For God's sakes. We, you know, they didn't have the technology to show the parking in the original trilogy, mm-hmm. and we didn't fucking care. Yeah. Like, it didn't matter. Right. Yeah. But it was better for it. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah. I didn't want to see a guy crawl into an ad at. Be like, <laughs> all right, everyone yes. in. We're going to go blow up the base. Everyone, <laughs> we have to climb up the legs. That's how we get in these things. We just slowly climb up the legs. Watch us for the next 10 minutes. It's like, it's just information we absolutely don't need. I yeah. agree. And, yeah. and it's a waste of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like in storytelling moments, they're like, yeah, like think about the you almost felt something. The chase scene, (laughs) the chase scene. If you don't see Anakin run and steal a car, you just all of a sudden see him show up in a car. Yeah, Obi Wan starts falling. You're like. Well, he's going to die. But yeah. because we saw Anakin go steal a car, we know he's going to catch him. Also, right. I don't really think they would have convertibles. That seems <laughs> totally illogical to me. It's only so they can, he can catch him and that he can jump Yeah, because I feel like most of the time these ships go to space too. Yeah. And like, seems you like need you're to protect limiting yourself. yourself. I think you need to protect yourself more than anything. But yeah. the, the, to be fair, uh, the speeder in the... Yeah, in the, uh, Luke's land like speeder yeah, but in the first like, movie. It hovers yeah, that's true. It's not a... Yeah. It's not up the tra- yeah. There's no traffic, there's no air traffic going on in Tatooine right. yeah. Yeah. Coruscant yeah. Yeah. where like anything you could have ship parts falling out yeah. and no like, it's stupid yeah. <laughs> yeah. remember when Tobin said no, it was yeah. stupid oh, yeah. <laughs> I have to keep forgetting I did back. love yeah. when Obi-Wan caught his lightsaber though in in that just the, in the yeah. yeah and he was yeah. like oh and totally just like bored it's like a mom cleaning up after yeah, her son it's like they had done that before yeah, yeah. 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 this yeah. brings up more conflicting information <laughs> <laughs> what is what does Anakin say when Padme says I thought love was forbidden he talks about no possession is forbidden attachment attachment yeah. and then and then what does Obi Wan say this is the most important thing in your life you can't live without this lightsaber right, you've right. got to yeah. guard it da, 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 da. It's conflicting. Yeah. We can't stop it. Yeah. You might say that love is encouraged. <laughs> yeah, no, the, 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 the relationship, the, 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 you would think 
given how much they seem to enjoy the mythology of the Jedi, that it would be thought through and consistent mm-hmm. yeah. and come from centuries of practice and lore. Like if they're going to make these the Knights Templar, if they're going to make these the Buddhist, you know, like warriors, are they celibate or are they not? I don't know. Maybe yeah. the reason they're so crabby in the first movie is because <laughs> they're not getting laid. I don't know. Right. But they don't. They almost like set that up a little bit Padme that's what she thinks right yeah. and right. she's like but isn't this how Jedi's work and he's like nah it's kind of gray which is and if, and if it wasn't if it was a stark line then yeah. then the, the, his betrayal of the Jedi code by in falling in love with her and marrying her and consummating their relationship would be an interesting, interesting. thing right but it's just like he doesn't want just airbrush it not gonna go there <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's a, a kids it, movie so we're not gonna deal with that similar to episode one where like the the council the council just like Never really has repercussions for anything that anything anyone <laughs> yeah, does yeah, yeah. wrong. Like they're like, like oh, you shouldn't scolding. train this yeah. boy. You shouldn't, shouldn't train him. Oh, you're gonna do it on your own. I guess fine, go do it. <laughs> and then we'll have him train him. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's kind of that same thing where it's just like, okay, the council doesn't want you to do this thing, but you're gonna do it anyways, and nothing's gonna happen to you, whether you keep it a secret or not. Like, yeah, sure, like. Uh, Obi-Wan can feel people dying millions of miles away, but he can't sense that you two are getting married or in love. It's like yeah, or, certain things aren't able to be like yeah. picked up on yeah. with the Force. In, I don't know how the Force works. In an early <laughs> scene, you have all the Jedi Council sitting around Palpatine, the senator who we know, yeah, everyone knows, is the emperor. Is this and none of them can tell? Like, is he yeah. supposed to? Well, be, the dark side's pretty cloudy. Well, is he supposed <laughs> to be like he's like we can see through it just in the scene? Yeah. You show that to somebody not even knowing what's going on, they'd be like, oh, the way that guy's talking, what he's saying, that's a bad guy right yeah. there. It's like, like watching a House of Cards. Like it's a political <laughs> yes. drama yes. where the main character, his whole goal is to make everyone else seem incompetent so that they'll put him in charge. Right. Right. And. We all know watching House of Cards who the bad guy is. <laughs> yeah. And watching this is the same yeah. where you're like, everyone should, you're smart For, people. Force or no, yeah. or no force. They should know in the room that yeah. that guy's crooked. Like yeah. I should, I want to believe that Bail Organa is smart yes. enough to be like, <laughs> oh, should we be trusting him? Jimmy Smits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know. Why aren't you wasting Jimmy oh. Smits? Oh, you're under, so underserved. Jimmy Smits. Come yeah. on now. What the I hell? Know. But yeah, I, I agree. It also, again, good job by Ian McDermott playing. Yeah. Yeah. He's, a, he's great. Absolutely yeah. killing it. Yeah, <laughs> he's great. Yep. Especially between him and Dooku at the, the last scene they have together, I was like, I'd love to see a movie about these two. These two guys, yeah. these two actors know how to do this material. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Well, yeah, I, I, forgot think, about it. I think that's I mean, a lot. What I realized in this, like watching this specifically, there's a scene later on in the movie that's like the romantic fireside scene oh, between Anakin me. and Padme, where I had this I had this realization that George Lucas is trying to write Shakespeare. That's what he mm-hmm. feels like he's trying to write. That language in that scene mm-hmm. is very, very close mm-hmm. to Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe even with a better actor could be pulled off. But the writing is bad and the acting is so bad in that scene that it made me realize I was like, Oh, this is like a bad play mm-hmm. that I'm watching right now. Yes. And yes. that's like that I was thinking about that with like all the weird wide shots and stuff in both this and the last one. It's mm-hmm. like he's like I'll just I'm going to write this like opus play yeah. and just film it. And I think that's <laughs> that's where you see the level of actors because Ian McDermott is good enough and has that weight to him that he can pull off these bad mm-hmm. lines in a way that we believe him as like that's what he would say. Well, like yeah. <laughs> Well, go ahead. I, I have a point about Shakespeare. But. The best actors 
by and large coming out of this or the best performances you get out of this are by British actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actors who, who, who can go, who I, who could put on a play, who could make a movie without a director and be yeah. just fine. Yeah. With the, they, they are so uh, well trained in their stagecraft. You know, the, the stories about um, the British actors when you get on, on a film set doing, the, doing everything exactly the same every take, take after take after take, same level of emotion, hitting all their marks and, and American actors by and large relying on more of a method style acting will wear out and you, you see yeah. the first take or the 50th take that's good and so it's 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 just occurring to me now maybe that's part of why those guys come off so well in this is because they have all this training they're relying on like we we can do this i've done terrible shakespeare all my life yeah, yeah. with also, horrible director i mean good shakespeare with horrible directors yes. i can make this work well you think about it too is like they're and i think this is again we talked about in the last episode about how having someone else there to rein in george lucas is always helpful in the original trilogy some of that writing and some of the lines are god awful. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you watch some of the deleted scenes, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah, yeah. Some of those lines, I don't even know how they got them out of their mouths. Right. But like you have Alec Guinness reading those lines and they sound important yeah, and they right. sound real. And just giving it to an actor who can sell it right. is so important. And I think that's where even someone as good as Ewan McGregor can only sell so much. And then people like Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman, in these movies at least, cannot sell that dialogue. Well, and I don't know about Natalie Portman's history uh, with acting. Um, Hayden Christensen, definitely much less experienced. I say, well, if Natalie you... Portman was in The Professional before this. So she, we had seen her be really good. Well, she'd been in other things, too. Yeah. Like, so she's – but I don't know what her training right. is. Right. So this is a thing that, like, as a director, if you're directing Shakespeare, Shakespeare's really easy to fuck up. Because a lot of times as a director, you, you need to understand what every like, well, OK, you're saying these things, but what you're really saying right. is this. Right. Subtext. Like, subtext. <laughs> but like, you know, it, it's what this line is really about you saying, don't you cheat on me or I will kill you. Right. You know, that's what this line is. And you have the flower dialogue. But as long as the emotions there and you understand what you're trying exactly. to say. And those Shakespearean actors are actors who have all the training and have this rigorous amounts. They have that to fall back on where they can look at the script and go, okay, well, what is this? What am I actually saying right, here? Right. But and shouldn't I, all actors be doing that? <laughs> like, well, different training in different places. Yeah. A lot of times you're, you're, you're hoping like, for I, rehearsal and hoping for a director to come in and, and, and help make things more and clear. You. And yeah. guide I also you. think yeah. that has to be there in the writing. That yeah. subtext. I think George Lucas in some of these scenes is writing – "Quote unquote subtext, like uh, yeah, the, yeah. he thinks yeah. that like this is a metaphor. What Anakin is saying about his love for Padme is actually a metaphor for the way he's talking about the Jedi and yeah. stuff. And it's like it's so like slapping you in the face mm-hmm. with it, though. And and like how it's still being sort of unclear. But... Yeah, and yeah, also be like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's just talking about that. Like that is not like if just if he was just saying that to just be lovey dovey with her, it makes no sense. So it must mean something else." I don't. I, I hope. I hope. Yeah, I hope. It's just <laughs> this, creepy. Otherwise, yeah, it's so the creepy. entire real bad podcast actually, I think, came about because Caitlin and I were talking about these prequels, and I wanted to have a more structured way to talk about them, where or not even structured, but a way that she and I could share. Yeah. What we felt <laughs> about them specifically, I know that you we were talking about Padme in episode three yeah. that you want to get to, um, but. I rewatching this, I was reminded I wanted to talk to everybody about it, but it made me think of you wanting to talk about Padme is like, I found all of this between the two of them very upsetting. Like not in a ha ha upsetting like this. This to me is like, no, this should not be put out into the world. 
It's it's a very unhealthy yeah. uh, situation. I don't even know if I want to call it a relationship. Like it's well, sp- awful. Like, especially if you lay it out like their timeline. Like yeah. they met in episode one. She's supposed to be fourteen. He's supposed to be nine. Whatever. That's kids. Whatever. Yeah. But like ten years later, you meet, and now he's super creepy. Yeah. He mentions at least twice, like, about creepily looking at her and staring at her, watching her on camera. He's thought camera. about her every day for every 10 day. years. Yeah, I dream about you. He's angry that she doesn't seem interested in him. Mm-hmm. Like, he is the ultimate, like, friend zone worst kind of guy. Yeah. And we have a moment that I swear to God, Natalie Portman was drawing from real life mm-hmm. experience, mm-hmm. where she looks at him and says, don't look at me that way. And he says, why, with his wry smile. Yeah. And she says... Because it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And you see her tighten oh, up. Like We were talking about that actually when you went upstairs. <laughs> um, and ha- and we were like, did she sneak that line in? Because it feels like an authentic line. It does. Yeah. yeah. It but just, it, do- it it doesn't come back. Yeah. Like, no, because like, oh, what I'm, ends up happening is she I falls about- for him. Yeah. And then even after he comes back from saving slash sa- kind of saving his mom, he goes to save her from the Tuscan Raiders. Saves but her she body. Up, yes. She ends up dying. But he comes back and reveals to Padme, like, I murdered them. I killed them. The men, the women, the children, all of them. And she's like, oh, shit, that's concerning. She just marries him yeah. a little bit later. This like, just dropped. It doesn't mm-hmm. reflect, like, nothing he does or the way he behaves reflects, uh, like, on their relationship. And she doesn't change her opinion of him based on anything he says or does. She, It's just like. Well, I'm destined to marry you and have your baby, yeah. so I have to do this. Yeah, it's like, well, and she was like, you'll always be the little boy I knew. Yeah. And then, like, suddenly that's not true anymore for yeah. some reason. Conflicting and then, information. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's, she, she doesn't, like, she says no to him multiple times. How yeah. clear and, does she, how cl- more clear could she be? Yeah. Right, there's like, no. Yeah. He literally, like, Obi-Wan comes in and is like, why aren't you checking up on her when they're supposed to, like, they're waiting, like, Attempting to like an assassin that might be coming after her, and he's like, "Oh, she covered up the camera. I don't think she likes me watching yeah, her." And I'm camera. like, "Well, not the way you said that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to watch me either, you creep." And they could have had moments in there where, where, because after that he says, "Don't worry, I can sense everything that's happening in that room." Where Obi Wan could have turned to him and gone. Okay, you need to back up a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean, be like, yeah. bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> while, while it's just you and me here, we can talk. Yeah, you're young. You're not very experienced the way the ladies. You've been dreaming about the same lady since you were nine. That's not right. That's not cool. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Yeah. I would watch that scene because I would make I, me feel much better yeah. about the rest of the movie. But it also gives it- Train it, your it, Padawan to not be a fucking creep. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. You have a moment, a teachable moment there yeah. right. where Obi-Wan could have said, in, said like, whoa, 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 whoa. You don't, you don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's not how well, we use our powers. Yeah, and exactly. Is, and is that why she's like suddenly in love with him? Like, because he's- Right. It, it almost makes her look like- Because he the forced her? Yeah. Oh, mm, get it. Uh, but it, like, because he's supposed to be our hero- Feel dirty about the, it. I know. Sorry. The That's fact that he is, is the fact that he is angry at her and makes her yeah, like seem yeah. like she has been doing something wrong by not thinking about him right. every day. Like she barely oh recognized God. me. That kind of thing. It's like it makes her seem evil. And yeah. that she, it's so cruel that she kissed him, and that like he won't be yeah. able to live yeah. unless or, yeah. he gets to kiss her again. He tells she tells him that story about her first kiss when she was like ten, and he's like, I don't want to hear yeah. this. And it's like, come. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, this, oh, it's so, so 
toxic. Yeah. There, and there's a version of all this that you imagine the version of this movie where Anakin has these feelings for her, but is is repressing them. Is yeah. not show is is being trying to be the knight that yeah. that I think Lucas thinks that these that these um, Jedi are meant to be. And and it plays out in that courtly love thing of like, he's desperate in love with her, but he can't show it. He can't even admit it to himself. And she can see him. That there could be all the stuff of them not sort of making eyes at one another and, and deliberately avoiding one another and and then finally they just can't help it and you know like there, there's, yeah. a, there's a version of that yeah. here but instead he sticks them together on a ship and sends them off to another planet together where they can just be wide open about everything as he just leers at her the whole time and yeah. it just it, it's 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 making Nick you said it perfectly well it made me uncomfortable every time those yeah. that yes. they weren't sharing the screen it was and, go ahead and conflicting information like when when she's like oh I'm going to stay here and he tries to interrupt her and she's like excuse me <laughs> And then she, you know, like she is very powerful and she is in charge. And then for that to just suddenly switch and for us to not see the switch or understand why it happens is so strange. I don't know why she loves him. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, like there's nothing in this movie that shows me her falling in love with him. All I see is him being obsessed with her and her going, all right. And she used to pity him. You yeah. know, like when he was mm. young. And so like... Or even now she's like, oh, you're so young, so yeah. inexperienced. And he's like, no, I'm not. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah. And look, here's the thing. You got Ewan McGregor. If there's going to be a little fling happening. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's fanfic. There, there, there is a... Have the charismatic <laughs> one get the lady. There is a... Uh, I don't know if this is like an original version that was that was plotted out or if it's somebody's idea from what they pulled. But I love this idea that the whole thing leads up to the fact that you find out in episode three that Obi-Wan and um, Padme hooked up. Padme have been. And the twist is that Luke and Leia are Obi-Wan's children. And, oh, and what a cuckold you are, Darth Vader. <laughs> like that, <laughs> but like, there's a lot of points in the, um, in in uh-huh, this uh-huh. prequel trilogy that are like that is weird. Yeah. That is actually weird and it feels like a remnant of something that was there but then removed. Like when she takes charge of the ship and is going to go save Ewan McGregor and Yeah. Oh, We're going wow. to get him. Yeah. yeah, she's like I don't care what you do. Yeah. They said you have to follow me and I'm going to save him. Yeah. So I guess you're coming with me. Exactly. Like, Anakin is a footnote in that yeah. idea. Oh, this is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I encourage you I to look it up and read it. it. It's it's actually an interesting idea. I don't know how yeah. like I I, I don't interpret know. their relationship more as like a big brother little sister. Kind of thing. That's that's the vibe I get of like Obi Wan's like, hey, there you are, kiddo. Like uh, that's the vibe I get off, off off of them. It could be. I just think that like in terms of coolness as well. Totally. Like Obi Wan's fucking cool. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. Anakin is not, and she's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like or it, should be. And it, Anakin yeah. is not. And Anakin <laughs> is not. Yeah. 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 These, <laughs> these two people are not in each other's field of eligibles. Right. Like right it, it, it doesn't. Yeah. Because outside of the relationship scenes like every other scene she has she's freaking badass yeah and she's yeah. awesome in episode one where she's like leading the battle she's tricking people and in this one when they get captured on geonosis like she is escaping before they even are formulating a plan yeah, yeah. like she's got a lock pick she's like doing this <laughs> and even like anakin's like but what about padme and obi-wan's like she's on top of things and she's like escaping and they're like yeah well shit all right <laughs> like, you couldn't censor then could you yeah no <laughs> exactly. i feel her every day for 10 years but not in this one second apparently <laughs> and um, then you know it's it's little things i i i enjoy thinking about that as a cuz i think that's a more 
dramatic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Telling. And it's 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 interesting to me because I never felt any chemistry between these two actors, which is, you know, that's tough. And it, it can happen even on the best yeah. of, yeah. of of shoots. So it, but this the, the key here to me is the fact that this is a toxic, weird relationship that plays out even more weirdly because she just sort of falls for him. I guess it doesn't make sense. It doesn't no. make it's sense. Un- it's yeah. yeah, it's yeah. completely unmotivated. Yeah, like we never have seen in either of these first two movies a hint of her like genuinely liking him. Yeah, like, I agree. He doesn't do anything charming. He doesn't <laughs> like say anything really flirtatious. Everything he is saying has like that underlying idea of like I'm not getting enough respect or I could be all powerful, like all this stuff, and it's like. None of that is about her or even about him as like a human. Mm-hmm. Like it's just about his long-term goals of being all powerful. And yet somehow they get married at the end. So two things. One, I want to come back to the whole wedding thing. <laughs> Let's not lose that. I, I, Speaking of Shakespeare though, I guess, yeah. Shakespeare, yeah. Like that makes it a comedy. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Anyone, uh, oh boy. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we didn't have nearly enough Jar Jar Binks for it to be a comedy. <laughs> so thing one is that I'm doing these in reverse order for some reason, but thing one is there is one good self-defacing line that Anakin has, but it's so badly delivered that it doesn't work. And it's when they're getting ready to go off to Naboo and they both realize that they've kind of never done anything solo. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is actually a pretty Wait, good moment. It's a, it's, remind me. Okay, so they're getting ready to go. And uh, he's like, well, I've never done anything without Obi-Wan. And she's like, well, I've never done anything without my security team. And then they turn around and and he he has a line, which I think is a good line. But it's which very he says, poorly bat- The line over. is... Well, don't worry, we got our two with us. You know, oh, <laughs> and it's like yeah. it's a cute line. And she yeah. laughs, and it is yeah. cute. Yeah. But yeah. she laughs in a way that I'm like, that this was is... a scripted laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, the that's funny. Said, ha 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, they're walking down like the docks, <laughs> yeah. and she's like, Anakin, I'm kind of scared. He's like, well, I'm scared too. And you're like, oh, that's good. Like, own yeah. up to that's your sincere. emotions. Yeah. 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 And he's like, at least we've got our two. He's, he's like, like, don't worry, we've got our two with us. Yeah. It's a very weird delivery. Yeah. That doesn't work. Maybe Hayden yeah. Christensen thought he was playing C3PO. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I, I I think George Lucas needs a better casting director or needed a better yeah. casting director. Yeah. Actually, there's a huge flaw in that scene too with like the the concept of their journey throughout this movie of like in that scene they are slipping away as refugees yeah. because they cannot travel on a registered ship because she is having people after her and so they slip off on a refugee ship like undercover to go to Coruscant so she can get there for this important vote and then they decide they have to go to Tatooine to save uh, Anakin's mom and they're on like a shiny looking <laughs> Queen Amidala type ship that they just flew by themselves and I'm like that's definitely a registered ship right. there's no yeah. way they're not being tracked and so I was like it had been a while since I had seen this one and so I was waiting for that of like someone to find them mm-hmm. because they were traveling risky in nope. a risky way no. and then no because they just stupid. totally yeah. get away with it and I'm like <laughs> you can't set that up as a plot point where well you'll have to travel on an unregistered ship as refugees because the people will find you and then 
have them do the opposite of that right. and not get in trouble. Right. Yeah. And if the whole idea is that these two are supposed to go out and hide somewhere so that the assassin can't find them, don't send them back to the planet where she was a queen. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyone who sees her is going to be, oh, did you see Padme yesterday? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's going to spread like wildfire. Like, yeah. go somewhere. The Naboo would... Inquirer is going to have it all. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. Go somewhere that they've, which would have been an easy thing to do in this movie. But again, scene to scene, it's not tracking. This stuff is not tracking yeah. scene to scene. Exactly. Yeah. And it's also like we were talking about last time. Oh, yeah, you have a second. No, no, thing. go ahead. We're <laughs> coming back to the um, wedding. It's <laughs> But last time we were talking about like, oh, here's this really dangerous kid. Let's put the least skilled <laughs> yes. guy. And so like, oh, we have this really dangerous situation with this important person we need to keep safe. Let's put the least skilled Jedi with her. Yeah. Like what? Someone who... Obi-Wan is also concerned yeah. with the fact that he is not ready for something like this. And we know that he's dangerous. Yeah. And we know that this is a problem and that he hasn't and had proper training. And that he's in love with her and obsessed with her. And that Obi-Wan yeah. knows this. It's not <laughs> like this, this is, is the worst candidate. Yeah. Can we send Anakin to Kamino? Like, yeah, he wouldn't yeah. do a good job out in Kamino, but at least he wouldn't be creepy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, send Mace Windu with her. Like, yeah, Or, or send send Barriss Afi or any of the other Jedi masters to go with her as security. You don't, this is weird. It's a weird <gasps> plot-driven decision. They should have sent another decoy with him, and then he would have fallen in love with her. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just have him fall in love with the decoy and, and be like, oh, how, no, I've been tricked. <laughs> and that's how Obi-Wan and Padme actually have babies. Oh, they just send the decoy off with Anakin because <laughs> he's dumb enough to he's fall like, for oh, it. He's like, oh, Rose Byrne, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. this, is, uh, this is a better movie. Um, I want to talk about the wedding. This is something that really bothers me. Uh, it's a very brief scene, so I'm wondering why it bothers you so much. It bothers so me much. because why is there a Judeo-Christian wedding <laughs> happening? Mm -hmm. Why do they need to get married? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially if they're trying to hide this. Why are they having a fucking ceremony? At Naboo. Like, it's it, a, uh, on Naboo. <laughs> well, to be fair, they do point out that that's like the lake country or whatever where her family was well, from or something. So it's like, oh, that's like her family like, summer house. They justified it that area. way. Okay. Yeah, well, there, not, surely there are no servants who talk to anyone else. No, or, obviously. Or the queen yeah. or, you know. I'm sure that pastor or whatever he was. <laughs> It, it bothers me because, again, this is a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Why do we have a Judeo-Christian wedding? <laughs> this seems very weird and out of place. And again, it seems very childish to have, they have to get married first. Yeah. Like, that's bizarre. Yeah. And if, and it, I understand, I agree, it doesn't track. It also, it, it doesn't track maturity-wise mm -hmm. from scene to scene or from film to film mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because, like, is the end of episode three for kids where a man's had all of his <laughs> limbs cop chopped off and is burned alive? Is that for kids? No. I, yeah. I, <laughs> peeking ahead, I can tell you that no, it's not for a six-year-old. Yeah. 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 Like it's, it, and there's stuff even in Attack of the Clones that like, is this for a kid? Yeah. Is this for yeah. kids? Yeah. Let's have Bubba watch his dad's head get cut off. Yeah. And then put his head up to his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pick up his head. On, yeah. Yeah. I will make a helmet just like this one day, father. <laughs> and, and if you know this is where you're going in your three story, stories, don't make the first one for kids and make everybody think yeah. that it's going to be like, yeah. It's oh. very, very oh. weird. And, you know, there are things about this film that I liked. I, uh, not just the Obi-Wan thing. I liked, well, I mean, still Obi-Wan, the chase through <laughs> the, the, they call it an asteroid field, but it's not an asteroid field, it's rings around yeah, the planet. Yeah, it's a belt, right? An yeah, it's a belt, belt kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. 
But I like that sequence. Like I liked the intensity of of the slave one going after him, and I, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. And I like land when he lands on the back of the one. Yeah, like, which is d- direct. So. It's a nice callback to the original yeah. trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know. But I I liked that. Like that yeah. that was cool. And again, it felt like something from a different movie. That was the end of the detective story. Yeah. It's also if I may, one of the only times again in these movies we are literally in someone's point of view. We yeah. go into the cockpit and we're flying through, and even though it's it's, it's not it's not sophisticated, but you are literally in. Yeah. The character's point of view for Absolutely. a moment. Yeah. yeah, and you know, it's good. I like the design. I, there's a lot that I like about it. I also like the uh, the Geonosians, or the, the aliens that sort of talk in clicks and stuff. Like, that was an interesting thing. Which is also what goes back to what you're saying about the wedding. Like, it seems like a missed opportunity because like George Lucas is such a good like world builder. Yeah. Like, if he could like create a religion you have with the force, yeah, yeah, like yeah. create a religion and that's how they get married in this like special Jedi Naboo way. Something. Like, yeah. really Some cool. other kind of ritual. Even if it's just the two of them, they're making it up out, yeah. out of what they're, you know, out oh, of their own. So well, yeah. Let's not go crazy here and have character building moments. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Yeah, she that has a sand that unity candle and he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I said about sand. I hate sand. <laughs> it's coarse it get, and it, it gets, gets everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. And then... Uh, uh, the, I, the sort of the last point that I have that I want to talk about is something that is probably going to divide us. I don't know. Uh, ooh, okay. Let's talk about CGI Yoda. Mm. Oh, oh, this is a good point actually because Nick borrowed my DVD copies of these movies to watch, which means <laughs> you got to in episode one see. Puppet Yoda. Yes. Oh. Whereas the Blu-ray copies have been updated to include a CGI Yoda in episode one. So Puppet Yoda does not exist in the prequels. I saw Puppet Yoda in episode one as well. We have the same DVDs, I think. Okay. So yeah, that is, this is the, this was the theater goers first experience with CGI Yoda. Yes. Kind of. There is one moment in The Phantom Menace that uses CGI Yoda originally. And it's it's the the shot where he's walking on his cane and lecturing Obi Wan at the end of the film. Oh. And then, right. then they cut to Puppet Yoda. Yes, but in um, the mm. smart way we talked about in episode one that you should do yes, the CGI. Yeah, you could use it yeah, a little yeah. bit. Combine these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wrinkle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So how did you feel about CGI Yoda? I hated it. Okay. I absolutely hate CGI Yoda. Do you hate him in all of the movie or just when he's flipping around yelling like Kermit? Um, all. Okay. Everything. I don't like any of it. I don't, I don't like the story decision to have Yoda be this amazing fighter. And so I feel like when Yoda walked in, Dooku should have just been like, peace out. Yeah. I'm gone. But instead they have this ridiculous, in my opinion, ridiculous fight scene that even when I saw it in the theater, I was like, this doesn't feel right to me, but okay. And then I just don't feel like they captured Yoda in the CG. But that being said, I also feel like the puppet Yoda that we saw, yeah. Caitlin and I saw, was weird. Totally it's weird. Very, <laughs> it's one of those weird things they try to do with the prequels where they're like, a younger Yoda. Yeah. Let's do this. And then you realize- Yoda is so old. He's 900 like, years old. Yeah. Yeah. In context, he shouldn't look any different. They've gotten yeah. it right with Chewbacca throughout all the movies where Chewbacca looks no different because <laughs> yeah. Wookiees age differently too. Yep. Like Yoda should not look younger right. in episode one. <laughs> Chewie's just like gray. <laughs> when Force Awakens came out, everyone was like, why doesn't Chewbacca have like gray hair or look older? And like, I went on this really big Tumblr rant where I did the math <laughs> of like, well, the equivalent of like a human aging 40 years, years is a Wookiee aging like eight. 
So oh, it's amazing. okay that he doesn't look older. Also, he's like the Harrison Ford of Wookiees. He ages well. Yeah, <laughs> he looks great. Um, but it is that, yeah, I don't, I don't dis, like strongly dislike CGI Yoda. I think there's only like one moment in this that Yoda's face looks good and even reminds me of Empire Strikes Back Yoda. Mm. And it's like a close-up shot of like the lightsabers are like lighting his face in a yeah. cool way. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it looks almost tactile like you could touch that yoda whereas like empire strikes back and return of the jedi yoda is clearly a puppet with a hand controlling its mouth and there's something very charming about that and very full of life yeah Yeah. like the fact that you have frank oz performing it Mm -hmm. like not just the voice but also giving that performance Mm -hmm. like you have a professional puppeteer doing it you take that away and just make him... An extraordinarily talented puppeteer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you also... But when you remove that, you remove any... Like, you can, when he can do anything, then he becomes way less interesting. Yep, absolutely. Right. It's also such a clear... the Where it falls apart for me especially is it's such a clear... Um, uh, demonstration of why that Darth Maul fight sequence in Episode One worked so well, where you're where you're shooting it like an old Errol Flynn swashbuckling thing, mm-hmm, where you can yeah. see these people flipping around and jumping, and they're real people moving through space mm-hmm. over time, <laughs> and they've rehearsed this, and they're maybe there's maybe they're being aided a little bit, maybe there's wires, I don't know, but some but 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 they're at least real people, and then when you see when you oh, see Christopher God. Lee's head <laughs> pasted on top of badly yeah. on top of the Dooku body, and then Yoda flying all around was clearly not there not yeah. an actual thing I, I, I've lost I've really lost something in that fight and I just I yeah. just check out of it yeah absolutely and it's uh, this is something that I've talked with people before about like there is something to a stunt uh, you know a stunt mm-hmm. team and and people really doing the stunts that I think I hate to, I hate this because I feel like I sound, I sound back in my day you know I, I don't want to be that person but there is a thrill to what Jackie Chan does or did mm-hmm. you know and he was aided by wires mm-hmm. but it was him and mm-hmm. he was doing it and there's a thrill to that there's a thrill to the fact that Harrison Ford did his stunts a lot of his stunts in the Indiana Jones trilogy like that that adds an extra element to it now that everything is becoming CG it's safer which is great mm-hmm. I am safety mm-hmm. guy like I want people mm-hmm. to be safe but at the same time I'm now in, it's like the world of post-truth I don't I kind of don't believe anything mm-hmm anymore which is weird but yeah. you watch Buster Keaton now and uh, you know like that's a little less of well yeah yeah you I'm a little distrustful of it even though I know he's really jumping on top of that train yeah, yeah. But because now literally anyone can do right, anything right, right. like it feels like watching Justice League you watch Jason Momoa jump off that Batmobile fall through a building and hop out and he's doing just fine right. jumping around you're like no one did anything for that shot yeah. right, 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 right. like literally someone worked very hard on a computer right. to make it look that way but like no human had to jump right. they didn't have to so fall maybe, maybe I'm more to... impressed by Buster Keaton maybe that's what yeah. I should yeah. say yeah. Yeah. Like, Yoda yeah. really should have done his own stunt <laughs> yeah like, get on it Frank Oz why don't you motion capture this performance <laughs> It's really weird to me. I just I'm I'm sort of losing my faith in CG in a weird way because it's kind of like well let's not use it for everything. Right. Well, and also it seems like Yoda is so powerful and just like it seems like less is more with Yoda, yeah. and so yeah. then to be so right, right. in your face. Well, I think because we also I felt totally uncomfortable right. with it yeah. as well because of that. But I like yeah. when the lightsaber pulled out, I was like, oh, <laughs> don't fuck with Yoda. <laughs> I think I think if it's a new character, we probably would have had no problem with that. I think because it's Yoda. 
and we've all seen Yoda. We know what Yoda looks like in our brain. We could just draw Yoda right now. Mm-hmm. It's such a clear character design that when you tweak it just a little bit or when it doesn't feel as yep. alive as it used to, you like that. It's like Uncanny Valley. Yeah, yeah. It is. yeah right. it's Uncanny yeah. Valley for yeah, a yeah, thing yeah. that was a puppet. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It'd be like if they made a Muppet movie and made a CGI Kermit. Ooh. You'd be like, this feels very weird. But we had this moment recently and Matt and I talked about it. Um, not on the podcast, but like uh, just in real work life, one we're day. actually friends. We're people. actually <laughs> friends. Spoiler alert! Yeah, in the last Jedi trailer, mm. there is the scene where they've done a CG Chewbacca face. Yes, which and was done a little bit in Force Awakens. Was it? Yes, I there's, must have missed it. There's some uh, more emotion added to Chewbacca, but yes, in the last Jedi trailer, there is a very big moment where he's like screaming, and his eyebrows go up, mm. and his eyes widen, and his mouth. It's clearly lies. CG. Yes, and that was an uncanny. Like, whoa, that's not Chewbacca. <laughs> We've never seen Chewbacca give that much emotion uh-huh. to his face because uh-huh. his eyes don't open, his mouth just barely yeah. opens. Yeah. Right. but you don't um, need it. Right, right. Like surprisingly, yeah. it's yeah. all in his tone of voice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's a good. So, so yeah. the, you know, the, my discussion about Yoda is more just like I agree with Caitlin 100. percent I think less is more. Because he's so character. powerful, he doesn't have to like. Yeah, it's like it's like when you see like someone like freaking out and like this like the badass old guy just punches him. <laughs> like I just want I just wanted Yoda to be like. Yeah, flick a, yeah. Flick a yeah. finger and everything. Rather yeah. than like yeah. come in and not only does he not go after Dooku right away and try to like stop him or eliminate him, he like messes with him a little bit. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is like a weird character choice to like. Dooku like throws a few different sized things at him and he stops all of them and like just sets him down and then like he takes the lightning and balls it up and is like no can't hurt me mm-hmm, with that mm-hmm. it's like how many of those moments could he have just turned around and like destroyed Dooku's ship knocked right. out yeah. Dooku yep. right. Right. done all this stuff that would have saved the everything <laughs> and the galaxy <laughs> because they say yeah. that like if we stop Dooku we it stop ends the, the war. war now yeah and like Literally, none of yeah. them besides Obi Wan are really trying to do that. <laughs> Another reason I like Obi Wan in these yeah. movies, it feels priorities, like priorities, priorities, yeah. 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 And it's a great thing when he's looking at me. He's like, Where are your priorities? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just this has been really great, and I'm like, oh, I think I do like this movie, and it's because we haven't talked about Hayden Christensen in like 20 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. I again, I really blame casting directors and. There's a difference. This is something that I thought of while I was watching it. There's a difference in an unknown and underexperienced. Like there are plenty of actors. Like Mark Hamill had done quite a bit of work both in on stage and uh, in a couple of films. I think the big red one was before oh. Star Wars. I think. Yeah. Um, so he'd done work. Yeah. He was just a working actor. Hayden Christensen really wasn't. He'd done a no. Canadian um, day, a nighttime soap. Yeah, uh, for kids called Higher Ground. I think that my sister was a big fan of. I okay. was a real big fan of it. Too. <laughs> yeah. He was like a troubled, he was like a troubled football kid. player yeah. guy. They all did drugs, and then they like put all these like sexy kids who did drugs together <laughs> out in the right. woods. And then he was in a movie about a house where he's like a young male prostitute. Where and then he like builds a house with his dad. Life has dad. a house. Yeah, I think that might have been actually after. But that's after, right? Star no. Wars? Was it not? I don't think so. Well, he had. It was right d- around the same time. He had okay. done the Maybe work it was. on Attack of the Clones. Before? Before, but there was so much post. Gotcha. That he did okay. that movie, which had almost no post. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was super low yeah. budget. But also, again, he was working there with 
real actors directors and then he did an episode of Goosebumps I think mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, that nice. makes sense which is yeah. I've seen his section of it it's awful but, <laughs> oh, um, so maybe it was just higher ground and version suicides and he'd, he'd done he'd oh, okay. worked he'd worked oh he, has, he had done yeah. okay yeah, he has maybe a yeah. dozen credits TV movies mo- most of the Canadian stuff it looks yeah. like mm. huh, okay. very bizarre yeah. I it's just maybe that the character is not there. There's just... or that he needs a director. He might be yeah. an actor yeah. who really, really does need a somebody who who can with yeah. a steady hand. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there is nothing wrong. with Absolutely. But, but you and your casting director have, have to, to know recognize that. Yeah. that. yeah. That like no, we can't. We we need George does not work with actors that way. Yeah. And this will be a disaster. I I do have one other big fundamental flaw with this movie, Great. which is. Why clones? So hear me out. <laughs> You've got droids. You don't need to feed them. You don't need to dress their wounds. They don't have to stop to pee. Like, they can yeah. just go fight. Now, these are mostly bad battle droids. I understand the droids are, are stupid. But A, that's a problem. B, why are the clones not stormtroopers? Like, why Why does this not become... if if If... Palpatine's whole plan is to take over the Republic, turn it into an empire, and have built this giant uh, uh, army to, to, to give themselves an army, to make him sort of, you know, an autocrat. Mm-hmm. Why, why, are the, why are those clones then not the stormtroopers that he has later on? Well, yeah, they, why did they go to, uh, um, I think it was volunteers. Yeah, whatever the thing, like it just, it just seems a very, seems easy, right? Where we would see, where you yeah. see the clones being cloned and then you're like, oh. Oh, these are these stormtroopers storm troopers that we've never yeah. seen. Like that would have been a, a, a sort of connecting of the dots into the um, original trilogy that would have made sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything okay. to argue right. with there. Yeah. I, I, they may be explained in some of the extended. That's why I'm wondering if like in the Clone Wars or series, I'm betting they talk about the switch from clones to human like volunteers for the stormtrooper jobs yeah it, it has to i can tell you because my son has watched say, them, and i've seen some clo- clone wars okay. it has to do with there was a switch built into the clone troopers that they would flip and they would all turn well that happens oh is that in, that's in episode three, three. Yeah, okay. that's episode three. Well, it's, so, well it's alluded to in the in clone wars and okay. then yeah i just say we find out uh in next episode we'll talk about that because it is next it's, it's, it's uh, yeah. turns out they yeah, yeah, all that's have right, flat that's right. feet and are colorblind <laughs> but that's that well, shows that's... the switch over from them being like a a good clone army to the evil yeah. like clone army but yes it does not necessarily explain away how in the next 20 years we go from clone army clones, to bring in volunteer the, yeah. stormtroopers because there's still got to be some clones around in 20 years i don't know but I, actually I, and there actually, are no but it, yes, there are in Rebels and <laughs> yeah. in Clone Wars, there yeah. are like clones of yeah. Jingo Fett all around. But if you think about it, also, if they do have the advanced growth jack disease, um, like they're going to die pretty quick. Yeah. So I they just, may not be around in 20 years. I don't know. There's there's like just the five. It. There are five just clones do. that like were good clones that didn't turn. And then, oh, yeah. and one of them is actually they've they've retconned it. So one of them you actually see in Return of the Jedi, which is I don't know, that's kind of cool, I guess. Um, he's got a big beard. I don't, <laughs> anyway, and he's fighting with the it, rebels still. It so. also seems. If I, oh, last thing on the clones. <laughs> if I were going to build a clone army, I'd vary the source genes. I think. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. seems to me you're, you're backing guy. yourself into a corner here. Or oh, really, Doctor Addington? Well, I, I don't know. I, I would maybe <laughs> I use if you did want to control other, other all clone of them. zeros, like a little bit, don't you think? I yeah, because yeah. they're all one day they're all going to get wiped out by the exact yeah. same. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like exactly. bananas. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like bananas are getting yep. wiped out because the same. They're all oh, really? Cavendish, all the same? Oh, really? Cavendish yeah. bananas. Yep. Wow. Yeah. No more bananas? Well, we already lost one banana nobody knew about. Oh, no, well, we didn't know about. Runts. The yeah. bananas what? that, t- like the rump bananas. Like mm-hmm. when you taste banana flavored things and it doesn't taste like bananas, that's because it tastes like old extinct bananas. Oh. oh I did wow. not know this. Well, yeah, you learn all kinds of things on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they made clones because the, they mentioned the Clone Wars. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that's they had to have a Clone War. Yeah. And Which, even though Yoda names it real fast, like it happens <laughs> yeah. and he's like, begun the clone war has and we're like <laughs> you just named it already huh, by which he means the show that's coming out yeah. that's yeah. on TV or whatever. Yeah. like it's can very... you call this a clone war just because you brought in a clone army like that seems mm, alright one of my favorite things to do when I was a teenager was imagine what these prequels were going to be mm-hmm. there was a great oh, magazine God. that breaks my heart <laughs> <laughs> right and it lived up to the so hype sorry. imagine being me I've been thinking about Padawan for 30 years <laughs> Um, I, there was a magazine that came out that was trying to figure out what the Clone Wars were going to be. And Mm. it put together some very interesting theories. One of which was, um, the, the idea that it was, it was more of a mess that like they had invented cloning technology Mm, mm. and it had gotten loose. So you had clones of other people and the war was for the technology. Interesting. um, To to try to limit. Over the clones, not among clones. That makes a lot more sense. And one of the things I remember sticking, there were two things that I remember sticking out from there. One was they named the character of Padme. Um, They said Lucas has a tendency to match names with first letters, um, so Luke, Leia, um, oh. and so he said it's going to be Anakin, and they said uh, she would probably be of royalty, which I thought was prescient, um, and so they named her the Lady Arcady, and I thought that's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> the Lady Arcady. Yeah, um, and said they then... named her Padme, which I always want to call her like mm-hmm. whatever the learner Jedi is. No. Oh, Padawan. 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 Yeah, Padme and Padawan. Yeah. 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 But uh, the other one was the idea that it's very possible that the the version of Obi Wan Kenobi we meet is a clone, and the, the initials are Ob One. Oh oh oh! I like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! And like the, 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 there was an original somebody with the initials Ob. Wow. And that was the clone one. And I was like, that's oh, fascinating. That's so yeah. cool. Then you could even pitch long go, long ball here. That like Obi Wan's still alive somewhere. Yeah. <gasps> if clone Obi Wan was the one that we saw yes! die, like <gasps> OG Obi is still alive. Is <laughs> still alive and in real hiding. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's on Tatooine two. Obi yeah. Zero. Yeah. Like, but like things like that were really great to me. Like I loved mm. doing that, and I I think one of the reasons that the prequel trilogy hurt so many people is because we did spend so long imagining mm-hmm. the 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 broader world that to have it simplified in this way to be made for kids as you say mm-hmm. is in some ways like it's very hurtful yeah it's disrespectful i feel like to the people who have like studied it and imagined like the universe yeah yeah but i i don't know if that's fair to put on a filmmaker i, I well, don't know if, i think if, it's fair if, to put on george lucas it's his world and i feel like he knows what it is enough to know to respect it if it's this underbaked 
from script mm. to casting to shooting to editing, then yes. yeah, I think you do put it on him. Because then, yeah. then what's insulting about it is that they've not put as much thought into it as you have. If they had put thought into it and care into it in in, in a way that thought these things through and came up with with consistent logic and interesting characters, then that would be fine because it's, yeah. it would feel earned in some way. And in this right. case, it's just sort of tossed. It's a tossed salad of all this stuff. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, I'm, I'm I'm all right in my yeah. anger because I do think <laughs> yeah. a lot of people thought that's what was gonna happen when Disney bought it. They were like, oh, this is just Disney looking for a quick mm, buck. Mm. They know Star Wars makes money. They're just going to start chilling out Star Wars movies. Yeah, I was scared. Yeah. yeah, and then we got The Force Awakens from someone who cares about Star Wars right, and who right. thinks about Star Wars and right. who put thought into every decision he made. Right. And so The Force Awakens feels way more like a Star Wars movie than <laughs> any yeah, of these prequel absolutely. movies. And it's it's made 40 years after the original trilogy. Right. And. Ugh. Yeah, like it just it feel there's a feeling to what a Star Wars movie is and somehow George Lucas either purposefully or accidentally mm-hmm. got so far off the mark mm-hmm. with yeah. the prequels yeah. that maybe he was trying to be like here's a new thing for you guys in the Star Wars universe. I hope you appreciate it. Or maybe he thought he was making the same kind of Star Wars movie and just missed the mark. He I said, don't know what it was. He said that he felt really angry. I think it was in relation to the force awakens. Cause he felt, he felt like I tried to do something different and everybody got oh. upset. Yeah, with right. Me, I remember that. Yeah. But yeah. then they just retreaded a new hope. Now I, I can agree that the force awakens does, does retread a new hope. I also think that the prequels are why, because yes, we did just yes. return to ground zero. Yeah. 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 Um, and I don't have a problem with that, yeah, but I agree. I get really upset when a filmmaker says, well, you just didn't like because I did something different. Like, no, fuck you. <laughs> I well, can tell. Well, then make a different trilogy. Don't make it be Star Wars. Like, yeah. Like, and that's how these feel to me. Like, mm-hmm. like it's not like it's like we were talking about at the beginning. Like, this isn't the Darth Vader. Like, this doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make like, sense. And so it's like this is a different thing. Right. That he's trying to do. But also, it's not because you made something different. It's because you made something bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the critical thing because there are plenty of different movies that I'll go say I wasn't expecting that that was lovely you know there's a lot of filmmakers who make different strange bizarre films that you walk out of you're like well I understood most of that but I know I enjoyed it yeah Lynch yeah it's like Mm -hmm. a lot of these filmmakers that you just like who was originally supposed to direct (laughs) Return of the Jedi (laughs) oh god that would have been man those Ewoks have been crazy (laughs) 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 but Um, yeah I, uh, I I don't know I'm, I, it makes me angry when people say, well, you just didn't like it because it was different. It also makes me angry when people say, you don't like it because you were a kid for the first one, and now you're not a kid, so you don't like this. But I was like 19 and 20 when I first saw yeah. the original trilogy. Yeah. And it was like not that long later that I watched the, the prequels. The prequels, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was someone who watched like Phantom Menace and even Attack of the Clones a little bit and like in theaters loved them, like, or at least appreciated them and liked all the toys and didn't have like distaste for them. And as I've grown up, like those don't age with me. Mm-hmm. The original trilogy I can still watch and love. Like yeah. there's a reason for that. Yeah. It's right. not because like because I saw all of them within a few years of each other for the first time. Right. And so my nostalgia should stick with all of with them. All, right. Totally. Not just half right. of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how would we fix this? Is this one fixable? I am curious. Tobin, what do you got? Four things. You only need four things to fix this movie. Okay. Number one, one of them burn it down. <laughs> Number one of them. One, one is you need a new concept. Number, <laughs> num- I'm in. I'm in. I num- like it. Number I like two, where this is going. you need a new script. Mm-hmm. Number three, you need a new director. 
Mm-hmm. Number four, you need a new star. Yep. Yep. I agree. There you go. All right. So yes, yeah. burn, burn it down, down. <laughs> and start again. Start over. Yeah. Caitlin. I, I th- my coming into this, I was like, get rid of Hans Christian Andersen. <laughs> <laughs> no, bring him in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, get rid of the other guy, and then. But now I'm really into the Obi Wan um, detective story. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. and also the Obi Wan Padme. <laughs> Nick Jenkins fanfic. Yeah, slash Can't fake wait. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the just a detective story. Yeah. yeah. Burn it yeah. down, take a little bit. <laughs> that one ember work. Yeah. 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 Pulled some DNA from it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that like the idea was originally to have other directors step in. Yeah, it was. Like Spielberg was gonna step in oh. and direct one and, I, and he read the script and went, yeah. oh. Well no, what I think <laughs> The gist of what I've read has happened was because of the negative reaction to episode one, George Lucas felt like he needed to prove himself uh, and was like, no, I will make the oh Star God. Wars movie you love. Hmm. Like you didn't like because everyone's like Empire is the best Star Wars and episode one sucks. And like this kind of thing. It's like he's like, you want to see suck. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like hold my beer. They're like everyone's favorite Star Wars movie is the original one he didn't direct. Yeah. Is the one he had the least amount right. to do with. And so in his head he's like, oh everyone loves the Star Wars I didn't make. Yeah. And so he wants to keep doing this and I don't know the deal there. I think there was even a third director, I don't remember who it was, but like they were going to do the same kind of thing mm-hmm. with the original trilogy where like George Lucas does this one, Spielberg does a second or a third, and then somebody else does this one. And from what I've read, it just kind of changed his, he changed his mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lucas decided he wanted to do all three of them instead. Um, which, who knows if Spielberg could have even salvaged this. It could have been a Crystal Skull situation. I think it, it would have been um, a Crystal Skull situation. <laughs> like... Uh, we've heard after that movie came out, Spielberg was like, well, if George has, a, has an idea, I'll help him make it. And it's like, no, you're a bad friend. Yeah. <laughs> Stop your friend when he has bad ideas. <laughs> I don't care how much money you guys have. Maybe help him edit the script. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do think that should have happened. I think yeah. handing these movies off to a different director, you would have got a different look to the films. As much as we talked about, episode two does look different and better than episode one. It's still is like the wide CGI sets. Everything's flat. Everything's really Mm -hmm. flat and clean. There's no depth to anything in many regards. Uh, And (laughs) (laughs) I think another- Metaphor. Yeah. (laughs) Just bringing in a different director would have at least changed it up a Mm. little bit. We would have a different feeling rather than like, I I feel like, uh, we'll get to the ratings in a bit, but I enjoy this movie more than Phantom Menace. But they still feel the same. Like all the prequels feel the same to me. It's the same vibe I get after I finish watching it where I'm like, all right, that didn't really feel like Star Wars, but I accept it as canon. Like that's how I feel after I watch (laughs) any of these three movies where I'm like, it's I'm I'm obligated to at least enjoy it because it has lightsabers and Yoda. Yeah. I don't know, man. I I'm kind of in the Caitlin camp here of just like, if we could just get the Obi-Wan thing, but I really think the idea of a secret relationship between Obi-Wan and Padme is, is good. And the one like you were talking about, Tobin, where he's like, they're fighting it, you know? And it's like, I agree. Yeah. And I'd rather see that than the secret love story. Cause I don't want a love triangle in the Star Wars, but like, why not? You already had one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, kinda. Yeah. 
but it's not a real one. Just, just because it's incest does not make it less real. <laughs> but it doesn't get realized. Okay, There's not a, fine. We don't find out in Jedi that like Luke and Leia hooked up secretly. Look, I like the idea of Obi-Wan having to feel guilty about things. <laughs> yeah. But I do like, I agree, it, because it would then serve the idea. Like, if we really want to get into it, it would serve the idea of him. This is something that bothers me about the last two films in this this trilogy, is that he just is like, boop, he's Darth Vader. As yeah. opposed to there being a transitional period. Well, especially if you give him that like that knight mentality of like I'm not supposed to. Yeah. I'm like fucking give Padme the power and make her like a temptress or something like that. And you're like, no, but like we should, right? Well, and, like, I don't. Uh, <laughs> like, I wouldn't go there, but I would go to this idea. It's more interesting than just she loves him because. No, I know. Yeah. But <laughs> is this your time to talk? This is yes. Mine. Like, okay. <laughs> I like the idea of him basically wanting to cut out emotion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we've seen this cold character who you know just when something is wrong he just cuts it away mm-hmm. basically right, right. yeah and so the idea of you having to fight with yourself about these things and being a type of person who no I need to be you know colder I need to be more machine I need so that you know I I had always envisioned him as a person who was uh, sort of like there's a I don't know if it's a disease or a disorder where you constantly have more plastic surgery. Like you can't mm. stop having plastic surgery. Some people accused Michael Jackson of having this mm-hmm. this problem. And I had kind of envisioned that with Darth Vader with becoming more oh, machine. Yeah. Interesting. Where he like upgrading could, himself. Yeah. And, Interesting. But like cutting out the human parts. Yeah. And, and this oh, idea. I like that. The idea of him just slowly becoming, you know, less and less until you can't tell. Yeah. yeah. Um, Irvin Kirshner, when he was making The Empire Strikes Back envisioned almost nothing under the helmet mm. like just a brain no jaw mm. like that's mm. how he envisioned it and that's and he was always regretful that they showed his face in return of the jedi like he believed that there was almost nothing there and i like that idea i think that's yeah. a really good idea for that character because then when the salvation comes where did it come from that little bit that's left that right, 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 right. The yeah. Yeah. and yeah. so yeah. I think going that way going a darker way going this going in the way of like hating your emotions yeah. and wanting to cut them out I, I think because that's something that I struggle with too is uh, I want to be a logical person but I also have to deal with these emotions right, as, right, as right. we all do and yeah. and so I could sort of relate to that yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I think that's an interesting path. And that and was, was... Yeah, the idea of self-improvement being really dangerous, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. And misguided. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think that would be a fantastic... So that's how I would fix it, is you just take it in a different yeah. direction. Yeah. And you can still have this thing of them of him fighting it and not being able to stop eventually right, and then right. hating himself more. Exactly. Because yeah. his right. whole goal is being the all-powerful, most powerful yes. person in the world. And it's like, if he thinks that, like... If he reaches that peak Jedi training level and he still doesn't feel like he has enough power, changing parts of himself yeah. is a great way for him to be like, well, if I had stronger arms or if I had this or like this, like I would be better than any human. Yeah. Or just not being, you know, worried about losing the flesh. You know, mm-hmm. maybe that's why he's such a good military leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can yeah. just wade in. Right. And he doesn't care. There, there are a million different ways you can go with that right, to make right. it interesting. And to make that character arrive at the Darth Vader we know, and then give us more depth. You give us more yeah. some something, something so that when we look at him, we can go, 
man, I know you're evil, but man, I know what you've been through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I know why. I understand yeah. why you've come yeah. to this place. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it's terrifying it. and terrible. I you're saying, shaking your head. I'm just saying that's not the Anakin we get. I'm like, no, no. like yeah. you're, you're saying all this stuff, and I'm just like realizing more and more as we talk about this, like that is so far from the Anakin <laughs> yeah. that we get yeah. in these prequels that like one, I don't even care about him in most of these yeah. scenes. Like I don't care about him. Don't end up caring about his story. And it's so far from an interesting backstory of how Darth Vader came to be. Wait, his name is Dark Father. Yeah. Like yeah. I always thought that he, like the reason he was that way is because he did something to sack. Like I always assumed he somehow saved Luke and Leia. Hmm. Like hmm. that, but then that like, like he, like, you know, like you have to keep them far away from you. Yeah. Like, oh, interesting. Whoa. To be like, fair, we'll talk about that a lot more in the next yeah. episode yeah. too, but like that would make even more sense. Yes, it would. <laughs> yeah. Because where Luke and Leia end up when they're born just is arbitrary, <laughs> yeah. but not. Oh, I like uh, that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, like, like that's why I was so excited for the prequels. Like, yeah. Is <laughs> this such, is why I, got, I was so excited for the prequels. I wanted to see Darth Vader as the, the tragic hero. Yeah. 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 Like it's accepting his father, fate. Yeah. Accepting wow. his fate while saving those closest to him. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, that guy's yeah. not so good. And yeah. then <laughs> having the ability in Return of the Jedi when he looks at him and just basically says, no, it's too late for me. Yeah. You do not understand. Yeah. In that if he's not given a choice. Totally. If the yeah. emperor is going to kill him or kill his family, if he does not go with the emperor, like he has no other choice but then to become the emperor's like. In order to save. Yes. In order to save yeah. So in order to save everyone around him, he has to Sacrifice become Darth himself. Vader. Yeah. Like. Because <laughs> that's why he's afraid of losing people. And that's like his whole motivation. So if his, to save them, he has to lose them. Mm-hmm. It'd be so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. This is really going to suck when we watch episode three now and go. Damn it, that's not that good. No. I had a dream a long time ago. I dreamed a dream. Um, uh, that one day, maybe, if no more Star Wars films happened, because this was before Disney bought yeah. Lucasfilm, that I could somehow remake the prequels. Mm-hmm. Even as like a fan film yeah. thing. Totally. I knew they would be expensive and it would never happen. But I had this vision of like a religious war between the Jedi and the Sith and it was, you know, and Ooh. you know, and like that was that was something I really wanted to um to tackle in this idea of a, a Vader of a Anakin Skywalker transitioning and having to leave himself behind. And they're doing some of that with Kylo Ren. They're mm. doing some of it with the idea of um Snoke forcing him to give up his name and forcing him to wear the mask mm. and, and mm-hmm. like you have to leave your your old self stripping behind. away is yeah, yeah. stripping yeah. away thank you yeah. yeah and like that is really what i wanted to see whereas all we get is a montage of him on a surgery table like a surgeon's table and then he just wakes up and he's darth vader now in a costume like why where did the costume come? <laughs> this is, this we'll, get there. we'll get we'll there. there anyway yeah. now we gotta rate this thing um oh we didn't even talk about how jar jar is the one who causes all of this shit to happen <laughs> He's oh, the one who yeah. votes, votes the yeah. vote that causes Palpatine to come into power. My Felagets. Oh, why, oh no. <laughs> why do they trust do that guy? Why do they give him stuff to do? If only someone was around to cast the vote. If only someone was around who was stupid enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it, really on theme, though. Actually, uh, it's yeah. true. Yeah, the theme of this <laughs> film is stupidity. Stupid. Yeah, we started stupid. it. We're, we're ending it. Yeah. This is stupid. This is stupid. Uh, look, I rate all of these. On categories, category one, eh, not too bad. Category five, oh, that's bad. That's a killer. That's, that's a killer. And <laughs> look, I think The Phantom Menace is a better story than this film. I think the story is so fucking all over the place. 
But there are moments of it that I enjoy more than all of The Phantom Menace. I'm still giving this a Category 4. I think this is an embarrassing major motion picture. Yeah. Um, to have this come to theaters, it's very bizarre to have the level of acting that they mm-hmm. feel like they're in high school theater productions a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's no, no offense to any good high school theater yeah. productions. Yeah, there are better there. high school. I've seen yeah. okay, <laughs> that's <laughs> freshman high school like <laughs> production. That's fair. Okay, I, I'm being hard on high schools. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's a, it's Maybe a category for this. There's it, also because there's no reason for it to be this way. Yeah, like, there's no excuse. You you have all of the keys to the kingdom, George Lucas. There should be if you're listening. If yeah, which you're not, I know, and that's fine. You deserve to. to well, have some and don't quiet listen, time. George Lucas. Yeah. Shut this off right now. You do you. Yeah. you do oh you. no, you heard yeah. all this. Oh no, you've heard nothing, all this yeah. before. Yeah. But the the problem here is that you also, I think, as a filmmaker, need to have the ability to go. I can't do that. Well, like, like that filmmaking is a team sport. Yes. Like, yeah. You can ask for help. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And instead of taking notes from the Phantom Menace critiques, he sort of took challenges mm-hmm. instead. Yeah. And that's I feel like that's his real struggle with the whole prequel is just like, you tell me I can't do that. I'll show you. I'll do it twice. <laughs> oh, three times. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it's category four. Oh, Matthew. Man. Uh, my scale is the PMP Possessed Mushroom Puppet Scale. Uh, it's a one to five rating of enjoyment. And as I alluded to a little bit earlier, I do enjoy this film more than The Phantom Menace upon rewatching them. Uh, going into it, I thought this was the most boring of the three. And certain parts of it definitely are. And I think <laughs> most of those things have to do when Anakin is on screen. But that Obi-Wan stuff on Camino really does make up for a lot of the bad. I'm so happy that we all agreed on yeah. that. Yeah. And I think there is in this, in Phantom Menace, there was more bad than good for me. And I think in this one, there's slightly more good than bad. So I'm going to rate this one a three out of five enjoyment. Sure. I rate on a scale from one, I wish this movie didn't exist, and ten, I wish I'd made this movie because it was so great. Um, and like, wish that I had had that idea first. Um, so. This, there's this the one scene where they're on the balcony like they're the actors are literally facing away from the camera like <laughs> at this like CGI background like that's what this movie is about is CGI backgrounds yeah and so mm. like same I, budget as Phantom Menace huh hmm. weird weird <laughs> yeah. anyway sorry continue yeah, yeah. Uh, um so I, I there's a I like it more now that we've talked about it. Um, but I just felt like, I'm like, I don't enjoy this scene. I don't enjoy this scene. Yeah. So I'm going to do like 1.5 to a two. Oh, like I think, yeah. spe- and then mostly it's like the, the reason I'm being really harsh on it is just like, like you were saying, Nick, I think it puts a lot of bad ideas out in the world that I think are yeah. mm-hmm. gross toxic. Yeah. and toxic. Yeah. 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 Unhealthy. Yeah. There's people yeah. who watch those scenes who completely side with Anakin mm-hmm. And that creeps me out. And that's yeah. no. Yeah. The friend zone creepy If you're one of those guys, people yeah. who heard us talking about that. You will become Darth Vader. Yeah. That's your future. Yeah. Don't do, don't be Darth Vader. No, Darth yeah. Vader's kind of cool. Well, that's, yeah. You gotta you'll, become the, you'll become the <laughs> lackey version of Darth Vader. Yeah. yeah. You'll become the no yeah. <laughs> version yes. of Darth Yes. Yeah. I, I agree completely. Like, I, I'm more attuned to it now. Than I totally. was when it first came out. Yeah. Like a part of that is having a job where I work on the internet and I, I'm more exposed you to that see culture. How, how, yeah. Yeah. And it, at first I just thought it was bad. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, this is 
toxic. Yeah. This is a bad thing to put out there, and I agree with you yeah. 100%. Tobin. So I uh, rate by the Torgo scale, one to five Torgos, based on <laughs> how much there is worth uh, re- recommending in this movie. Uh, I I like the parts I like of this movie better than I like the parts in in. Uh, episode one, but I dislike the parts I dislike a lot more than the ones I dislike. <laughs> I think that's how I got where I was too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm going to give this one Torgo, and that Torgo is Ewan McGregor, who mm-hmm. I think, in, you know, he he's he, he he doesn't do good detective work, but he does do detective work. We mm-hmm. see three yeah. or four steps to get him to to Camino, uh, and then that those those scenes there, which are which are fun, and he seems to be having he seems to have settled into the role. He seems to understand what the role. <laughs> what the limits of his director and his script <laughs> are, and is going to have fun with it where he can and get through the parts he can't. Sure. And I and I think that he uh, does a nice job of that. I really hope they do make a movie oh, with Ewan so McGregor, yeah. an, an Obi Wan Kenobi movie. Um, and so, but th- for this movie, I I can only recommend it um, one Torgo for uh, for Ewan McGregor. Yeah, yeah. I d- I think we're all on the same page here. <laughs> yeah, I really um, want that Obi Wan movie though. Oh, After man. watching the Camino yeah. scenes, I even wanted it more. I was exactly. like, just give me like do like. Us indie film do something super <laughs> yeah. low budget obi-wan's life on tatooine like what is he doing i don't know that i want that but i but i, I, well, I would what take else it. do we have well he i don't episode know Episode three he goes to tatooine episode four he's still on tatooine and he's been reclusive for years well they've been we talking do- about it and they they want to do the on tatooine they want to do it like a uh, uh not seven samurai but like uh yojimbo Oh, um, cool. style of like he. Well, it's not Yojimbo because Yojimbo is more playing off the gangs. The, the but, two gangs, yeah. But uh, basically, he is keeping the gangsters at bay huh, huh. and and protecting Luke Skywalker. Like so, for, for like from afar, from afar, but also like he's, that's what I always assumed. Like why yeah. he was on watching over him. From, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. watching over him from afar without him knowing it. Yeah. yeah, but he's also like protecting other settlements. And things, and without trying to, with but while trying to keep a low profile, being as productive as he can without yeah. being Obi Wan Kenobi, right, world right, right. saver, exactly, right. and Just ben. dealing yeah. with <laughs> and dealing with o- his o- guilt. Ben. Yeah, yeah. 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 And the, the, oh, we're gonna need that movie. It's just gonna be called Ben. <laughs> I fucking know it. It's just gonna be called Ben. <laughs> I would be James fine with Mangold. It just being yeah. called, but it has ben. to be Logan. old Ben, so it's Ob. Yeah, mm, exactly. Yeah. We, we just. I'm sorry. We just. We haven't mentioned that Joel Edgerton plays. Um, one uh, of my favorite actors. Yeah, has no lines, right? He just no. He says, "I'm, I'm. I guess I'm your <laughs> step. That's I'm it. That's it. That's oh it. god. He yeah. mentions the relation. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm Lars. Yeah. This is my girlfriend. Uh, this one. <laughs> oh my god. That was like Beru. that was fan service. That was like I was like woohoo. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the, the Owen and Baru and the fact that they're in Luke's house. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah. I've been here before. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, those were also some moments I like just because we were not on a CG set. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, yeah. Right. We were and grittiness. And the dude, the dude who married Shmi was very nice. Yeah, like seemed to be like genuinely like Except that in they love like with her. Let her. Like they didn't seem to have been too alarmed that she'd been taken by the sand people. Well, he said he went after her and hunted her down, but then he lost his leg, so we oh, couldn't go after her. Was that her why he? Lo- oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. see. He said after I lost my leg, I was waiting for it to heal up and then maybe go after her again. Oh, okay. But yeah. they assumed she was I dead. Shit together, attention. Uncle Owen. Come on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to derail. Us no, right. no, that's yeah, fine. no. But he like he gives a little talk at her funeral, and it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, okay, last thing we're gonna do is real good. What? After watching this abomination, would you <laughs> recommend that is real good to get the taste out of your mouth from Attack of the Clones? I'll go first. I honestly would recommend um, The Lord of the Rings for this film. I feel like that is what I wanted to feel 
hmm. when I went to see a prequel trilogy, like sort of high fantasy it's set in the Star Wars universe where we're you know delving into Jedi and everything. Only here it's wizards and um, orcs and mm. stuff. Like yeah. I that that was sort of more where I, what I was expecting uh, to feel, and I I still enjoy those um, yeah. that original yeah. Lord yeah. of the Rings. Yeah. I watch them every couple of years. Yeah, just yeah. Like Me have too. a weekend where I binge them. They're amazing. And there's still moments in them that I'm like, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and I still notice new things about them too. Yeah. Like I'm not. Yeah, yeah. and it was done from on. a place of care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's mine. I think if you if you want an experience, what I think a lot of people thought the prequels were going to feel <laughs> like, check out Lord of the Rings. I think I, if you haven't, they're you know hugely yeah. successful. But that's my recommendation, Matt. Uh, I'm going to go with something that partially inspired, at least part of this movie, and redeems George Lucas, and that's American Graffiti. Mm. Yeah, uh, he says that the yellow convertible car. Mm. Uh, that huh. Hayden Christensen totally drives is inspired by not a convertible, but a yellow car yeah. uh, yeah. that uh, I almost called him Han Solo. Harrison Ford <laughs> <laughs> drives an American graffiti. Uh, and Man, it's a, it's a George Lucas movie. It's like his second movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After THX? Yep. Um, and it's, it's, it's me and it's not, I don't think it's like, a great American classic, like some people talk about it as, but like it's a very enjoyable. Yeah, it's film. a good movie. Yeah. It's, it's a, a very good movie. Good movie. Yeah. It's George Lucas and a very simple yeah. like movie, and it's, got it's a very Ford. charming movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got Harrison Ford in it. It's got Ron Howard. It's good. It's, it's a good got time. The, got the war looming over the top. I mean, the yeah. thread. Like, it's, yeah, yeah I, I'm. Yeah, I think it's a really enjoyable film, and it's a uh, as much as like, we were talking about replacing George Lucas for these. <laughs> I think I think if you want to go watch a good George Lucas yeah. directorial uh, movie, uh, go watch that. Yeah. Cool. Um, so uh, since since I'm copying Tobin and coming up with... Um, <laughs> only because I said it first last time. Yeah. <laughs> Nick picked me first last time. That's the only reason. Um, so Rose Byrne plays um, the woman who... She does she, have a name that I she, don't remember. I a handmaiden, though. Corday yeah. or something like Corday. that? Corday. I think Corday. you're right. Oh, yeah. Good work. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. That. Good dying. It's a terrible dying scene. Like, it's the dying scene where they're like... <gasps> Wait, that you... was Rose Byrne? No, Rose Byrne is the one who dies. Oh, okay, good. Rose Byrne oh, is yeah, later yeah, yeah, on. because then she's in the background. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The other woman had a terrible dying scene. It's like where you die and your head just jerks to the side. Shmi had a similar dying yeah. Yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what happens in galaxies far, far away, but... Um, <laughs> That's a good point. dies their neck breaks as they die. Yeah. <laughs> Rose Byrne is in like a, a weird, like kind of slow, funky, funny um, Australian film called The Rage in Placid Lake. And it's about a kid named Placid Lake. And <laughs> Gemma, played by Rose Byrne, is his like best friend slash love interest. And she's awesome in it. And it just is kind of this like fun, sweet little weird indie flick from like maybe 10 years ago. Huh. Cool. That, that is a fun one to watch, and I don't. And it, Ben Lee, who's like an indie musician, oh, yeah. is uh, Placid Lake, and oh. I like think about that movie kind of a lot <laughs> for having only seen it once a long time ago. You've hit so many things that I'm interested yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. With that, so cool. I'm, I, I'll have to go check it out. One, first of all, if you've never seen the original Lake Placid. <laughs> oh yeah you should it's, see the original and Lake it's so Placid. funny so I was like nervous watching the rage in Lake Placid because I was like what is this gonna be but it's just this kind of like weird like uh, he's like do I go to college or do I not go to college like and it's, it's just, not about like, giant alligators at yeah, all yeah it's just mm. really sweet and his name happens to be Placid Lake and they expect him to be Placid but he's like no I have 
have opinions. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And then Rose Byrne is in one of my very favorite science fiction films called Sunshine. Mm, I have yeah. never seen that. I really want to. I'll loan it to you. Cool. It's really awesome. beautiful. Yeah. It cool. is one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. Awesome. Yeah. So. Uh, cool. Here, here, Tobin. What's real good? So, um, copying Caitlin, I am uh, <laughs> uh, choosing a film by an actor uh, from these prequels who it gets better, um, it gives a better performance and is better served them by the material. I'm going to um, uh, suggest that everyone go watch the best, and it is good. Hayden Christensen performance, mm. a 2003 movie by the uh, written and directed by Billy Ray, who's the sc- mm. screenwriter who's done Captain Phillips, and this is a movie called Shattered Glass. Nick, you've you've seen this yeah. movie, yeah. So this is a movie um, where real good. it's real good. <laughs> yeah. Hayden Christensen plays uh, Stephen Glass, a real life guy who was a um, very odd kind of character writing for the New Republic, and it turns out had been fabricating his sources and his stories for a number of years. And this is the sort of the expose as as it gets figured out in the in the course of the of the movie. It's a really wonderful script, and it, it there's a there's a protagonist change or at least a hero change in the and and Hayden Christensen. I think because he plays a character who we're pretty sure early on, and if you know the story, you know that he's that he's lying. Yeah, he does that really well, and he, he gives a he gives I think a very good performance. Um, Chloe Sven Sevigny, I don't know how to say her name, is in it. Oh, I've only yeah. read it. I don't. I, I don't know how to say it either, but she's awesome. Melanie Linsky, Peter Sarsgaard, Hank oh, Azaria. Love Melanie Linsky. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's it's full. It's full of great performances by great Steve Zahn, Rosario Dawson. Oh my god, um, <laughs> it's full of great performances. It's a really really good movie, especially if you like Rosario Dawson. <laughs> Yeah, especially if you like um, newspaper kind of dramas, uh-huh. cool. uh, which uh, which I do. So anyway, and he, I, I, I submit that he is very good. Uh, I think maybe because of the, the the specifics of the role, but in any case, um, uh, don't let him dissuade you from seeing it. He's very good at it. Excellent. Isn't nice. it weird how so many real life people have last names that sort of <laughs> go along with their crimes? Yeah, like, yeah. Shattered glass. Shattered glass. Yeah. Uh, and then I was thinking of Bernie Madoff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just made off of money. Of money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so weird. You can't, yeah. If you Good wrote call. that in a script, people would go, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Shmi. Yeah, Shmi. <laughs> what? Um, thank you guys for potting with me. This has been really fun. Although we've got one more to do um, before <laughs> it'll come out. I think the day after, or the uh, the weekend, or the, uh, the sorry, it'll come out the Monday after the Last Jedi. Uh, so hopefully you have like a good taste in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, that'll yeah. be your real hopefully good. Hopefully all yeah. of our real good will be <laughs> yeah. less. Yeah, good. that's, uh, oh man, I hope it's good. I just, you know, as long as it's not terrible. That's it's going to be good. It's yeah. going to be good. It's, well, you know what? <laughs> I still got Rogue One <laughs> stuck yeah. in. All right, so enough. anyway, uh, but thank you everybody for listening. Um, if you would like to follow us, you can go to at RealBadPod on Twitter, or you can uh, just, of course, subscribe on uh, iTunes. And please rate and review because that helps us get known by more people. Also, just suggest us to someone if you'd like to do that. That would be nice. Tobin, where can people find you? On Twitter at Tobin Addington, all one word. Also, um, I, I and, and I podcast uh, on a podcast called Cinemakers, where we're t- going through the movies of Steven Soderbergh and about to start a uh, podcast called The Contenders about um, uh, movies made uh, by and about women who refuse to play by the rules. Uh, you can follow us at contenders underscore pod on Twitter and uh, we'll have episodes starting in February, so come check us out. Excellent. Caitlin, where can people find you? They can find me on SciShow Space and Holy Fucking Science and You're Doing Just Fine podcast. Excellent. Um, yeah. Great. Matthew. <laughs> uh, I'm everywhere on the internet at Matthew Gatos. And find me 
uh, uh, there. Okay. <laughs> and, Everywhere. Uh, and I am from the internet. That's about it. Yeah, I'm occasionally on the internet at places. Excellent. <laughs> uh, so next week we'll be talking Revenge of the Sith, and until then, this has been Real Bad. Real Bad.